Welcome to the Business with Bordeaux podcast, where we're bringing basic business tips to entrepreneurs and the future leaders of tomorrow. Let's get down to business. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Business with Bordeaux podcast. Thank you for joining me for another week. And I'm so glad you decided to listen in this week. We have a special guest, Mr. Kevin Knox. If you're not familiar, he is a motivational speaker. He is a published author. And he is also, you could consider him a spoken word artist as well. So anyway, I thank you for joining me for another week. Last week, we had an interview from Mr. Odd Thomas from Humble Beast. He is the founder, the CEO, and he is a great guy. The interview was phenomenal. He shared so many gems. I got some great feedback from you listeners. And thank you for giving me that feedback. It lets me know what you want. It lets me know what is helpful for you. I even had somebody who told me, that every independent artist needed to listen to last week's show, or he said everybody in CHH. So anyway, uh, that just lets you know how how much gold that Mr. Odd Thomas gave away last week. Anyway, if you haven't listened to it yet, you can do so. Uh, all you got to do is subscribe on, uh, you can subscribe on iTunes, you can subscribe on Google Play, Stitcher, and on SoundCloud. You can follow me there, and the show will automatically upload every week to your feed. So you don't even have to go searching for it. So anyway, uh, and I also want to thank my patron, Mr. Aaron Simpkins. Every week, I will shout him out because he is part of the $5 program there. And he also gets the extra bonus footage for all the interviews that I provide the extra clips for. So uh, Mr. Aaron Simpkins, when I did an interview with him, there was some extra video footage as well as Mr. Odd Thomas and as well as this week as well. Uh, I have some extra clips of Mr. Kevin Knox, and he actually did one of his pieces on the show for me. So if you become a patron, you can get all of that free, uh, all of that stuff uh, available to you. So, and I thank you uh, for considering doing that. And if you want to, you can go over to businesswiththebordo.com and do that there. I also want to thank Trackstars for everything they do. Trackstars.com. Go check it out. Subscribe to their podcast, which is also on the platforms as well. And, you know, Sean Tanner, Ryan Rochus, DJ Jeremiah, and Mr. Ernest Ricks. They're a great group of guys. And the show has me cracking up every week. So make sure you don't miss any of that and go subscribe as well as Debate Fuel. You can go subscribe or follow that show on SoundCloud, which also has Mr. Ernest Ricks, Mr. DJ Jeremiah, and somebody who's becoming a close friend of mine, Mr. Derek Myers, who is also going to be featured on the show. So anyway, all that out of the way, this week I had decided to uh, reach out. Um, it was suggested to me through Aaron Simpkins to reach out to Kevin Knox and I listened to his album, which is available on Apple Music, iTunes, and all the other digital platforms for music. And it's a great album. It'll definitely get you motivated and inspired as well as I hope this interview does as well. So without further ado, listen to the interview, and I hope that you get something great from it. Welcome back to the Business with Bordeaux podcast. I thank you again for joining me, and today we have a special guest with us. I'd like to welcome Kevin Knox. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great, man. I'm, I'm excited, man. <laughs> thank good, you. Good, good. I'm excited. I'm excited to have you, man. Yeah, I wanted to say, man, first... Thank you for the opportunity, man. It's, it's, it's a humbling experience, and I'm, I'm grateful to be a part of what you're doing, man. Thank you. Yeah, man. Yeah, I wanted. I definitely want to give uh, anybody out there who's doing work for God uh, a push, and for anybody who is wanting to to kind of 
get into business, you know, slash ministry, whatever they consider it, yeah. you know, whatever kind of insight or anything people have, I'd love for, uh, for those who have experience to be able to share it and, and all that good stuff, man. So, uh, so if you would just give us a little bit of background about yourself, what it is you do yeah, and, yeah. um, and what got you to that point? Yeah. Once again, my name is Kev Knox and, um, I'm an inspirational, motivational speaker. I'm an author, um, young entrepreneur, um, and honestly, I'm just on a mission to navigate everyone of all races and cultures to the destination of hope. And uh, how I do that is through my own business and my company, um, also a ministry um, called My Word of Hope LLC. And, um, you know, I'm a family man. Um, I'm a husband. I'm a father, you know, and um, and honestly, uh, how I kind of I, I guess you could say got to this point is I was in the entertainment industry for like the last eight years as a mime artist, actually. <laughs> so it's kind of crazy to go from a mime who will never talk to now. And that's all I do for a living now is just speaking. Um, but the transition happened um, more so because um, this is just me. Pers- what I believe God called me to do personally, which is as a mime, I was entertaining. You know, it was a ministry, but I was entertaining people, um, rattling their emotions and getting them hyped. But one of the things Lord dealt with me with is that it's time to just stop entertaining people. And it's now to impact people. Not saying I wasn't impacting people when I was mining, but there's nothing greater than words. You know, there are there are things that people have said to us as as we were younger, whether it's our parents or um, kids that. They stick with us to this day. You know, words are so powerful. The Lord created the world with them. I mean, he even reverenced himself as the word. So for me to now launch a business and a company called My Word of Hope, it's it's actually um, uh, subliminal to say my, I'm giving out my God of hope, you know, and, and that's that's the mission that I'm on right now. Cool, man. Cool. So how long did you actually do miming? Um, All together was about six years. So I started in 2009. Uh, well, actually, 2008. Um, and I really started getting into it in 2009. Um, God blessed me extremely quickly. Um, I went number one in the nation in 2010 and got to connect with a lot of artists in the industry and um, travel. And it was it was it was an awesome experience, man. <laughs> cool. How those connections help you later on down the road? Oh, major, major. Um, because I was I was known um, the type of style that I did in mind. It was so different. Because I had like the pop locking, crumping type of style, you know, even got noticed by Ty Tribbett, um, got to share a stage with uh, the artist, The Truth. And once you start connecting with some of these artists, um, it, it, you, you just, the world just the doors just open up like crazy, you know, so um, the exposure was amazing. And so now when I got to the level of what I'm doing now, um, it, it, it did. It was a launching pad. I can say that it was a part of the process to get me to where I'm at today. <laughs> Right, right. Yeah, man. Connections are, are super, super important. <laughs> For real, man. And uh, <laughs> I tell people that go to college, you know, and I'm learning as I'm wrapping up my college, it's like, while you're there, your tuition money is for connections. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you're paying to connect with people is what you're doing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's <laughs> so, about uh, it's about who you know, man. Honestly, you know, number yeah. one, you got to know the Lord. <laughs> and crazy yeah. thing is, not you just can't know him, but prayerfully, he knows you, you know. Yeah. And, and then on top of that, you know, your gift will make room for you and help put you in the right circle. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, real quick question. So I noticed you said you have My Word of Hope LLC. Now, right. Could you explain why you have it formed as an LLC? Yes, most definitely. So I'm going to be honest with you. When I transitioned um, from my mind, I was fairly at a lot of churches um, doing a lot of ministry work, 
and things of that sort. And I just felt as though I was tired of preaching to the choir. You know, I was I was I was uncomfortable with just continually ministering to people who um, just have a little cold, you know, right. but they'll be healed very, very quickly. Um, but then there's a world of people who are a lot more sicker, if that makes sense. You know, and what happened was when I left the mind ministry, I honestly wanted to be like an evangelist, to be honest with you. I wanted to travel and speak and spread the gospel and things of that sort. But those doors weren't really opening up for me. And so I had that, oh, maybe God ain't called me to do this. But what happened was I would find myself going um, to schools and juvenile centers and places where the gospel isn't really known to go. Um, and now I started to tap into my calling like, wow, you know, because I would go and I would inspire the students, inspire um, the young kids and things of that sort. But every time I got done, I got asked to share my faith. So I started saying, like, you know what? Here's what I had to do. I had to form it as a business. I had to form it as an LLC because I can't go in there as my word of hope ministries. I can't go into the world as my word of hope ministries. Um, but when I go in as an LLC, now it's more respected in their eyes. But subliminally, I'm coming in with a whole nother mission. And and um, and and it's just been working. Yeah, man, that's um, I'm glad you shared that because I, I was kind of curious at why, you know, you did have an LLC. I know normally that's, you know, limited liability corporation so it yeah. it reduces the risk of yourself but um but yeah that's good man mm -hmm. yeah most definitely so and it, and it allows for me to get into the corporate world so now i'm i'm in corporate i'm in i'm in uh, all the nonprofit organizations and community work and now going into the jail systems and not only this is something that i do full time so i make a living off of this so um, this is also how I get paid. I pay the bills and things of that sort. <laughs> so that's 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 pretty much the overall of it all. <laughs> gotcha. gotcha. Mm -hmm. All right. So on top of the the motivational speaking and um, the miming and everything, mm -hmm. you're also an author. Yes. Yes, sir. So what got you into to being a writer and, and becoming an author? Oh, man, you just got, <laughs> I know that sounds cliche, but seriously, because I'm not into reading. Um, I'm not into that whatsoever, you know. Um, and But what happened was, um, even like in 2009, I had a mentor, and he uh, would encourage me that whenever I'm going through something, if I'm learning something, you know, write it down. You know, just keep writing. And, for, for, and I'm grateful because the way that I deal with, like, a lot of issues in my life or pain or stress or whatever it is that I'm going through, I have this tendency to write things down. And in the midst of writing it down, it somehow transitioned from being negative to positive. And um, how I kind of got into the writing as far as being an author, I went through a really, ter like, devastating situation in my relationship uh, where I was being cheated on. And I was absolutely devastated, man. I, I felt broken. And I really just felt as though I was knocked out. You know, like, I, like life hit me hard, you know. Because um, uh, coming from a place of someone who has been rejected a majority of in his life, and um, every time you get close to somebody, you, you know, you experience some type of betrayal or something of that sort. So when you get connected with somebody that you say, yo, I love you, you love me, and, and like, I mean, going up to marriage and you get cheated on or whatever the case may be, it breaks you. Um, but in the midst of that, I started writing down my pain, writing down what I was going through. And I had 12 points, which was interesting. And um, 
as I was writing the 12 points, there was a Floyd Mayweather fight happening at the same time. And it went up to a 12th round. And I'm like, oh, wow. I kind of saw myself coming up to a unanimous decision. And the, and, and, and the content that I was writing at the time, it was about um, Jesus being at the Garden of Gethsemane. And um, I realized that he said, Lord, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. And, and bro, to be honest with you, I was going through a time and a phase where I wanted this cup to pass from me. I did not want to go through this process. And that was the first time Jesus was not in agreement with his father. <laughs> they were not on the same page. But a unanimous decision is when you have two or three people who come together and they make they're in agreement. So if I'm like, hey, bro, you want to get a pizza? And he's like, yeah, we just made a unanimous decision. And what happened was, is that I had realized, you know what? I was knocked down, but I wasn't knocked out. And the Lord wanted me to get back up and use this as a testimony. Like, I want, you, I want to take your mess and turn it into a message. I want to take your test and turn it into a testimony that may, life may have had the ability to knock you down with all it had, but it did not have the capability to knock you out. But I want to show them the strength that's within you of why it couldn't knock you out. And before you knew it, I took those 12 points, bro. And I, I kind of like matched it up to 12 rounds in a fight. And before you know it, I came out with 12 chapters. And and that's wow. that's how the book kind of like just happened, if that makes sense. Yeah, man, that's cool. That's cool. So, I like the way you, it, it's cool how that worked out, though. It's like you know, a real fight and then a spiritual fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, twelve rounds. Yeah, that's that's really cool. Yep. So, how many books have you written? Altogether, I have two that's out right now. Um, the first okay. book is called Unanimous Decision, um, and then six months later, after writing that book, I uh, wrote my second book called Identity Theft. Um, and, and I'm right now I'm currently in the process of writing a third book. So, and I'll release the title of that a little later. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. So could you share, uh, how, how do you actually write the book? Do you write it on, you know, is it pen and paper? Is it computer? Yeah. yeah. Uh, d- if you would just discuss the process of what it, what it is writing a book. Cause I'll be honest one day I actually want to write a book. Right. Okay. And, uh, and so, yeah, man, so this, this will be helpful for me and then helpful for anybody else out there who might want to write a book one day. Just, you know, just kind of, yeah. you know, you don't have to go into all the, the minute details, but just kind of the basic process of what it takes to, you know, start writing a book and then actually get it published. Yeah. For me, it's, um, you have to come from a, what, what drives you to write it? Because there's a lot of people that come across wanting to write books um, and they, they let a lot of distractions get in their way, to be honest with you. So you have to have a drive, a why for what you do and why, you do, why you're passionate in doing it. And for me, it was because first, before getting into the technicals of it, it's there's somebody that needs this. Because what I go through is not just for me, but for other people. So I was at a place where I felt like giving up. And, you know, if I, my story could be a blessing to help somebody and not give up. That's number one. But but two, you know, just by meditating, man, um, meditating on um, your content and um, life. I just write down notes in my phone all day. I just be writing down notes in my phone. And then what happens is I, I convert it over to the laptop and like Microsoft Word. And then I kind of rearrange it. And before you know it, I form an outline. Once the outline is formed, I just I just stay in that, in those points within the outline. And before you know it, it starts to get um hefty hefty and um and that's that's pretty much the process overall and like in a nutshell <laughs> right 
Mm-hmm. Do, so, uh, do you have an editor that goes through and edits your book, or do you do it? Yeah, my wife actually does my editing. Um, she does okay. my my sentence structuring, and then I also have um a, a few ladies that's from my church um that actually do like the grammar editing, and then from there I I actually self publish my own books. Sweet. And is it uh is it in physical form or is it just ebook? Yeah, the books are in uh physical copies as well as ebooks. Um and they're available wherever books are sold. So you can grab the books off of Barnes and Nobles, Amazon, Kindle, iBooks, wherever, wherever. <laughs> cool. And um what the I mean, if you don't mind me asking, how do you actually like who does the actual physical book printing? Mm-hmm. And then how do you get the books? Like, how do you work it out to where it is in the major in, in the major bookstores? Yeah, so I actually self-published through Lulu and um, it, uh, it's Lulu.com. And um, how it actually happened was I actually ended up going to Barnes & Noble for an event um, just to kind of support a friend of mine. And um, he introduced me to one of the directors there at Barnes & Noble. They were throwing on an event. They, they, were, they wanted to bring in... Um, uh, authors within the community. And now one thing about um, self-published books, to kind of get your books on the shelves and the stores, it's kind of frowned upon because like hypothetically, let's say the books doesn't, don't sell, they can't return them back to you. Like they can't return them back to the publisher. So, but it, it just happened to be God. I had went to Barnes and Noble and um, a lady gave me an opportunity to have a book signing there. And the books were so good that um, she actually took a chance on me and that's how I was able to get it within Barnes and Noble. And then once you have the book in Barnes and Noble, everybody it becomes like a hit. So everybody wants your book, you know. So um, that was kind of like the process with that. So it started with somebody you knew mm-hmm. that was in one of the lead <laughs> leading roles at Barnes and Noble. Yep, exactly. Like that's okay. them connections, right? <laughs> <laughs> Can I, I'm telling you, connections are so important, and and, and I think it's funny because. In in today's world, for some reason, people look at and, and I'll I'll be I'll be brutally honest. Mm-hmm. I actually felt the same way too. Like I'd see people get jobs, and it was like they only got it because they knew this person. Right, right. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's just the way the world works. I mean, we get into heaven because we know Jesus. Exactly, exactly. So I mean, how how else do you expect to advance in the business realm? You know, it's if you model your your business life. And the way you model your your Christian life, it's it really is who you know. Yeah. And um, most definitely. I mean, in the business world, it is you know you do have to have some hustle and some grind and stuff, mm-hmm. and that doesn't get you into heaven. Mm-hmm. But you do that as a result of knowing somebody. Yeah. And the, and the, and the thing is, a lot of people. Um, and if I could just add to that, to encourage the listeners of people who feel, well, I don't know anybody, or that's not fair because he doesn't deserve to have that type of job, or that I deserve that ha- type of job, and you know, that's that's what happens. But we are the body, okay? So what happens is is that there are some people who are the fingertips, there are some people who are the hand. You you may be the hand, but you can only go but so far without the arm. So yeah, at the end of the day. There's somebody that's connected to you that there's there's a connection for you out there, you know, so you may not oh, yeah. you, like that's 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 what the issue is, is that people look at what other people have and what other people are doing. But take your focus off of other people and focus on what God has for you, because what he has for you is specifically for you, you know. So, yeah, that's really that's really I'm I'm telling you, look, let me can I share one thing real quick, man. Listen, yeah, man, go there, ahead, there, go there's ahead. a there's a story. 
in the Bible and um, Peter and Jesus walking on the water. And <clears throat> what happened was Peter, um, when, when, when Jesus was walking toward them on the water, all the disciples were shook. They were scared. And what happened was Peter was like, yo, if that's really you, Jesus, let me come out into the water to you. So he said, all right, Peter, come on out here. So he's walking toward Jesus. But this is my perception. If you look at the scriptures, he's so focused to see if that's really Jesus that he's not even realizing what it is that he's doing. So wow. my man is walking on water, you know, in the midst of a storm. But he's not even focused on that because he's so focused on to see if that's Jesus. My, my, this is what I'm ultimately getting at. We have to get to a place in our lives where we're so focused on our primary goal. We're so locked in on our goal, locked in on our dream, locked in on the Lord that we don't even realize what we're doing, you know. But you have to be that focused because what happens is the scriptures went on to say the word but. Now, but means transition, a change in direction. So when he saw the winds and the waves, he took his focus off the Lord and he focused on the winds. Then he started to sink. So when you start focusing on the things that are irrelevant and not focusing on the one who's keeping you up, the one who's gave you the dream, the one who gave you the goal, as long as you're connected to the one who gave you your purpose, at the end of the day, your purpose will be fulfilled. He'll send those right resources and you'll do things that you never thought you would be able to do, you know? Amen. Amen. That's like whenever they say, you know, God says I'll open doors, nobody else can open. Exactly. Right. Yeah, man. So um, that's... That's the first summer we've had on the show. That's awesome, man. I, yeah. I love it. Yeah, man. So, <laughs> so who are some key partners that you've had in this journey of yours? Uh, I, I know you mentioned your wife and uh, some folks at the church. Is there anybody else that you partnered with that that has really been a help for you on this journey? Yeah, most definitely. I, I well, I got to give a shout out to my uh, my man uh, Gerard Davis, aka Geo Soul of Geo Soul Music, who's actually the producer. Um, he he, uh, the music producer for. Uh, all of my promo videos, like the book promo videos, um, actually the album <laughs> that I just came, recently came out with, and everything that I do. Um, my man, uh, Eric Taylor of Taylor Made Consulting, uh, my consultant and public relations manager, um, he has taken my business and the ministry from being just good to great, from ordinary to extraordinary. Um, tr my man, Aaron Simpkins of True Strength Apparel, you know, um, got to connect with him um, and really represent um, my word of hope publicly through T-shirts and hoodies and, uh, and, and, and my team of advisors with Sister Speak Life of Life Radio Network, um, uh, Susie and Zoe, they, they really keep me accountable. And so I, I have an awesome team. So when people see all the awesome things that I'm doing, I have an awesome team behind me that's backing me up and pushing me forward. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, shout out to Aaron Simpkins. He he is actually the first Patreon for this show. Oh, that's what's so, up, man. Uh, I'm telling so, you, man. Yeah, man <laughs> y'all need to y'all need to lock in dude. on that true strength apparel, man. For yeah, real. man. I did a I did an unpatch uh, unpackaging video yesterday. Uh, put it on Facebook Live. Yeah. Of a hat and a shirt and stuff I got from him. So yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, man. He's a cool dude, man. <laughs> real cool. So what are some learning curves that you've encountered in your journey? And, uh, and what kind of advice would you give to others who want to venture into book writing or motivational speaking? Okay. Um, my, my greatest learning curve would be failure, um, to embrace failure. Um, a lot of people are scared to step out because of two things, um, fear and two, the opinions of other people. <laughs> um, and I learned that the more that I fail, the closer I am to succeed. 
it's kind of like a, a teacher who hovers over you um, on a multiple choice question. And she says, mm -mm, not that one. And then you move on to the next one. She says, mm -mm, not that one. What happens is you're getting closer to the right answer. And I've, I've learned that failure is, is, is not in being knocked down, but it's choosing to stay down with a knocked out mindset. And you know what, bro? You know, failure is not an option. Like on the road to success, there will be many detours. And it's a it's a requirement that we all must drive up Hardship Avenue. Um, the problem is, is that we drive up Hardship Avenue, we hit a couple potholes and then now we want to turn around or we catch a flat tire um, and, and we want to give up, you know. But as long as you don't give up and you keep moving forward and press through the detours, eventually you will merge onto the highway of success. And and and, and I'll, I'll say this. I wanted to quit so many times, man, <laughs> you know, but. I couldn't quit because there's victory inside of me. There's greatness inside of me. Um, I, and, 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 and based on my personal faith, the Lord is inside of me. And he's victorious. There's no quit inside of him, so there's no quit inside of me. And even when I wanted to quit, I couldn't because the purpose inside of me had a job to do. And my encouragement to everyone is that the purpose inside of you has a job to do. You know, And there will be people who do what you do. I'm not the only motivational speaker. I'm not the only author. There will be people who do what you do. But at the end of the day, can't nobody do you like you. Yeah, man, that's good. That's good. Well, what you were saying about the failure and everything, there's um, there's a saying from, uh, you heard of Dave Ramsey, right? Yes. Okay, so one of his um, partnering podcast or podcasts through his company, uh, the guy there that hosts it, he says, turn rejection into redirection. Mm. Mm. And, and so, you know, that's exactly what you just hit on. And so, you know, that's, it's, it's really, it's, it's really good to, to learn how to take a no mm -hmm. and then learn from it or take a failure, learn from it and then grow from it. Exactly. A lot of people are just going through life, you know, like people are like, yeah. yo, I'm going through it. Keyword, you going through it. Keep going. You, we got to get to a place in our lives where we don't just go through life, but we have a mindset to grow through life, you know? Yeah. And honestly, man, the tests and the trials that come, they don't come to break us. They come to make us. The rain in our lives hasn't come to drown us, but it has come to grow us. And <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> and one of the things that I think is really, really cool is that it comes. It's it's necessary for the trials of many content to, 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 to take place in our life because it develops our character because everybody wants to be successful. Everybody wants change. Everybody wants to be great. But what happens when you get to that place of success, when you get to that place of greatness, okay, and you get to that place of change, you'll lose it quickly because your character can't keep you there. Oh, yeah. So what's the point of God getting you there if you can't be, remain there, you know? So, But it's the testing, it's the trials that push you to get you to that place because that's what develops your character. I think you could probably take that recording and go ahead and make a whole other track out of it. Yeah, man. yeah, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, it just be flowing, man. I'm telling you. Like, listen, man. Like, and I'm very, very passionate about it because, like, listen, a refiner, he takes wet gold and he places it in the fire to kill off the impurities around the gold. There are some impurities in our lives that God wants to kill off. He wants to kill off the fears, the doubts, the worries, you know what I mean? And the only way that he can do that is by placing us in the fire. But here's the thing. A refiner doesn't take the gold out of the fire until he can see his reflection in the gold. In other, mm. in other words, maybe the situation you're in is a fiery situation, not to break you or destroy you, but God is waiting for you to reflect his image. Yeah, so um, 
But what 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 the thing about it is is that uh, I really p- believe that God is He puts you in a situation and it puts you in the fiery trial to get to the place where you can reflect His image and reflect victory, reflect integrity. You know what I'm saying? Reflect that true greatness. You know, and but it's only by us going through the fire that we can actually experience. Uh, those, 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 that type of greatness, that type of change, and that type of success in our lives. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, I've heard, I've definitely heard that purification process uh, talked about before, and it's it's very, very true. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially when you're in, when you're in business and you're you're going through some stuff, you know. Hopefully, you're learning from all of those things. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, you know, it's getting out all of the the trash and the garbage and and the bad things that are in existence, and it'll get all that stuff out and then, you know, to help kind of purify what you're doing even better. Right, 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 right. Exactly. So, so jumping into what, uh, uh, determine a little bit more, what was the inspiration for determine, uh, specifically and what are your aspirations for it now that it's actually released? Uh, with the determine album, my inspiration behind it was, um, I, I used to struggle with this question called what if, <laughs> um, you know, and the, what I mean by that is, I struggled with the question, what if I what what if this was just a great idea but not possible? What if what if I fail? Uh what if I what if I fall? Uh, what if what if I'm tripping? What if I'm out of my league? I don't I, you know what I mean? I, I used to have all these what ifs. So I moved on from the negative what if to the positive what ifs, but what if I don't give up? What if what if I do make it? What if what if God really did call me to this? What if I truly give it everything I've got? And then I encouraged myself well, okay, I moved on from the negative what if to the positive what ifs, but let's leave the what ifs all together and move on to the next level with a will of determination that I will be great. I will make it. I will succeed, you know? And when I moved, when, when I encouraged myself throughout that process, you know, I saw the need in the world today of how many people struggle with that same question. How many people, you know, what if I won't match up to being the fa- that that great father. What if what if I don't turn this goal or this business um, into um, what it is that I believe God wants it to be? You know, there are so many what ifs, and I wanted to really just send out an encouragement to people that hey, listen, if you have a will of determination, listen, there's nothing that is impossible for you to achieve. All things are possible to those who believe. You know, you're not a product of your circumstance. You're not a product of what people think or say about you, but you are a product of whatever you choose to believe. So the real question is not what if, but the real question is, what do you believe? Will you do it? I know you can do it. Can you do it? Yes. You have what it takes. That's irrelevant. That's 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 inevitable. You have what it takes. But will you do whatever it takes? That's the real question. Mm. You know, so. Yeah, that's good. And um and and now and now and moving forward now that the project has released, bro, <laughs> um now that it has released, you know, I'm I'm on this determined movement. I'm pushing the movement, uh, going community to community, just really pushing the movement. Um, I just launched what's called the Determined Tour. So we have taken the um the tour on the road, and we're just inspiring, um, motivating, and truly empowering people to take on this this mindset that hey, listen, in the race of life. You do not have to be the fastest. You do not have to be the strongest. However, you must have a will of determination to at least endure to the end. Whether you run, run. If you got to walk, you walk. If you got to crawl, baby, you crawl. But at the end of the day, you got to endure to the end. Yeah. Yes, sir. 
Yes. So with the tour, um, mm-hmm. I'm glad you mentioned that. So, you know, obviously a lot of uh, music artists, they they tour and things like that. Right, right. And so with you being a spoken word artist, mm-hmm. you know, are, is the tour like, how do you form the tour? Is it based on relationships you already have? Like, how does that really work? Because I know a lot of times with music, right, you, know, right. you can kind of jump on somebody else's tour as an opener or things like that. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, so as a spoken word artist, like, is it different from that? Like, how do you, you know, kind of get that, that ball rolling and, and um is it mostly done in churches or if you could just break that down a little bit? Cause I think that'd be interesting to, to find out. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty much the same concept as an artist. Um, it's just more like, okay, motivational speaking is inspirational speaking. Um, same type of concept. Um, I go everywhere. I go to churches, I go to corporate, I go to communities. Um, and listen, at the end of the day, what I did was, um, People heard about the album. I pushed the album. I blast the album out. People hear of this type of content. I share with them um, the message, the mission statement, and the goal that we plan to achieve. And based upon, like I, like I was saying with you earlier, when I went number one in the nation as a mind, that was a, prod, a part of the process to get me to where I'm at today. So a lot of people still respected me for that mind that I used to be back in the day. And they're like, oh, wow, yo, he was uh, he was awesome. So, listen, so if he's bringing a tour, I want that in my city. I want that in my town. And so those doors kind of opened up. And what happened was um, I would call it the Determined Tour, and I would just go out to a city. I would um, rock out um, by inspiring and motivating and giving the innovative, interactive presentations. And what happened was I would end up giving my car out into that city to someone I didn't know. Or someone would request my services, and before you knew it, now I started building relationships and building connections and started networking with uh, different people in different cities. And before you knew it, now when I really launched the the Determined Tour, like more so publicly, now it was like, oh wow, I want to bring that to my city. So it was kind, it's it's kind of like the same concept as an artist, um, and and as well as connecting with a lot of sponsorships and partners and and things like that sort to fund the tour. So, so yeah. Cool, man, yeah, I was, um, I was curious about that because I saw you had talked about doing a tour. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I wanted to kind of see how that really worked. And uh, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, man. And it's a tour. And like I said, just like how I say the album is more than a motivational album. It's a life-changing experience. I truly mean that. And, and, and the tour is the same way. It's more than a motivational session. It's truly a life-changing experience. We're not just your typical speakers because I'm, I'm not by myself. I do have a team with me. Um, and even I, I may be the headliner, but my team is just as powerful. And th- one of the things is that we don't just get up there and we don't just speak. Bro, we, we do skits. We do, we're acting. You know, we do monologuing. You know, and we do interactive presentations with props and things of that sort. So it's really, truly an experience. And it's something that you definitely want to have out in your city um, and, and as, well, as well as in your community. If you're ready to be um, not just inspired or motivated, but truly empowered. Okay. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'll be honest. Uh, I haven't actually seen any motivational speaking in, in person. Mm-hmm. And so I've only seen like, you know, skits on YouTube and things like that. So I wasn't aware that y'all did, you know, skits and things like that. So that's that's also good to know. Well, yeah, that's the, that's what's so different about it is because nobody's doing that. 
you know, um, you oh, have okay. so, like, okay. yeah, so this is different. So you have you have motivational speakers who they get up, they have their little 40 minute session and they're 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 speaking, you know, hey, you can do it. Don't give up. You got purpose in you. You know, they're, they're encouraging you and stuff like that. Now, do I do that? Yes. But so I, let me give you an let me give you an example. Right. Um, so I have a guy, Eric Taylor of Taylor Made, and him and I have a segment called No Fear, Just Faith. And we're literally on stage and we're throwing a football, playing catch, right? Now, he's an inspirational speaker. I'm a motivational speaker. So what happens is he's throwing the football to me and he's like, yo, Kev, man, like, you know, uh, fear, I'm, I'm tired of just living in fear. You know, I really feel like, you know, fear is false evidence appearing to be real. And I don't know why, even though it's not real, why, do, why does it still seem to haunt me? And I said, bro, I don't, you know what, I really believe that fear is believing in something that may or may not ever happen. The crazy thing is having faith is believing. So at the end of the day, we still have a choice in what we believe. So we're having just regular conversation, you know, while playing catch. And then what happens is we end up throwing the football out into the crowd. Like who got hands, you know, and everybody's like, oh, I do. So we'll throw the football out to somebody. Right now, when they catch the football, we ask them to throw the football back. When they throw the football back, um, I'm speaking and uh, or I'm sorry, I'm setting up to catch the football. And my man, Eric, he'll jump in front of me to in- intercept the football. And now that leads me to go into my session with saying, you know what? A lot of y'all have goals. A lot of y'all have dreams and places that y'all want to be. But y'all let fear intercept that goal and accept that dream. You know what I'm saying? So it's an interactive way to really capture their attention in a metaphoric way. You know, cool. so, um, yeah. Yeah, I like that, man. I like that. That's that's, that's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. So what's your um what's your goals in the near future? What's what are you kind of working towards right now? So right now um, we're working on well obviously the determined tour right now, um, and then um, once the weather breaks we're actually creating what's called the determined boot camp. So we'll actually be hitting all the patriotic uh, parks um, from city to city um, doing boot camps. So where you'll get you you can come out get your workout on. Um, and you'll get the motivational speaking, the inspirational speaking uh, while outside at the park with a live band, something that's fun for the family. Um, we're also working on now the Determined 5K Run, which is for everybody. And listen, this is not just for athletes. The Determined 5K Run, if you're in a wheelchair, if you're on crutches, no matter what your situation is, I don't care if you're on your deathbed, we're going to have somebody push you. At the end of the day, it's a, it, it's about it's a message to sim- to symbolize that in the race of life, I don't have to be the strongest. I don't have to be the fastest, but I'm publicly going to display my will of determination by enduring to the end. And and that's something that I'm extremely excited about, man. And and, uh, and, it, and it's going to be such an awesome thing. I really feel like that's just going to be so inspiring. Yeah, man, that's... um. That is definitely different, man. I, I like how you're incorporating a whole lot of different things that you're working on. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's, that's really cool. And if you um, if you could tell people, you know, how could they book you for, for a kind of event or something? Where, where can they go to book you? Yeah, for more information about what I do and how they can contact me is they can go to my website, which is mywordofhope.com. Uh, once again, www.mywordofhope.com. And, um, and from there they can go to the booking tab, book Kevin, um, easy, simple form. And, um, a a member of our staff team will be with you in contact with you. And, um, and I look forward to bringing a word of hope to your city. 
you know, simple as that. And then if they would like to follow us on social media and to see some of the things that we're doing and, and stay up with us, they can follow us at My Word of Hope on all our social media outlets. Yeah, go get the Determined album. Where, where can they get that album at? Oh, uh, you can get it wherever digital music is sold. Um, like you got it. It's on Apple Music, iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, Spotify. I mean, literally wherever uh, music is sold. God has blessed me to um, sign with the record label Fiwi Music Group. And it's distributed through Sony Music. So wherever music is sold, wherever Sony Music is at, that's where you can find the album. <laughs> awesome, man. Awesome. Well, brother, we really appreciate you coming and being a motivation to us. Thank you, man. And, uh, and sharing what you do here on the Business with Bordeaux podcast. And uh, it's been good, man. I, I, I've learned some stuff for sure. Yeah, that's what's um, up, man. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so this is this is very much like a learning process for, for me in a lot of areas, as it is for listeners who might uh -huh. be interested in doing what you're doing and uh, in the whole book writing and motivational speaking. Yeah, yeah. And um, mm -hmm. and I love how you're, you're being creative with what you're doing mm. and you're not following everybody else's same model and Right, right. And so, yeah, man, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. So, um, well, man, we, we appreciate you being here on the show. And we, you know, can't wait to see what you got going in the future, man. Thank you, man. I really appreciate it. And same to you, man. Same to you. All righty. God bless. All right. Bless. All righty. That was the interview with Mr. Kevin Knox. He shared a whole lot of great information in there. I learned. I hope you learned. And we're able to get some, uh, some pointers in there. So lula.com i'm going to have a link to that posted up over on the show notes page on businesswithbordo.com as well as a link to his album and his books and all of that good stuff so yeah you can go to business with bordo and you can see the show notes to all the episodes where there's information provided that you need to go check out and so anyway uh i really hope you are going to have a safe journey into the new year this is the last show before 2017 and this week on the Solomon's Porch po podcast, you know, I really urged people whenever it comes to New Year's resolutions, I don't want you to sit and wait for any time. Go ahead and get started today. Work towards your goals today. You don't have to wait for tomorrow. You don't have to wait for the flip of a calendar. All that's going to do is just procrastinate, hold you back and keep you another day from achieving your goals and for doing what it is that God has you doing. So just a word of encouragement, you can go out and get started today. Whether it's sending an email, whether it's texting somebody, a phone call, driving, putting in an application if you're just looking for a job. If you're trying to quit smoking, quit right now. At the sound of my voice, take your last drag off a cigarette or puff, whatever you call it. You know, if you're trying to lose weight, cut your servings in half today. I mean, there's so many things you can do to get started today doesn't take a whole lot of money, and if it does, find another creative way to get your task and what you want to get done completed. I mean, there's so many things that we want to do in our lifetime, and I'm just afraid that somebody is going to be waiting to do it, and then they're going to lose their opportunity. And that's what I want to happen to any of you. So as of this moment, go ahead and get started on what it is that God has put you here to do if you haven't started that already. And I thank you for lending me your ears this year. There's a lot of things that have started this year. Um, just want to take a couple minutes to thank all of you, to thank all the listeners of the Solomon's Porch podcast. I mean, this has been an incredible year for me as well. I mean, at the beginning of the year, 
you know, I, I don't know. There was so much have changed since the first of the year. Uh, I'm getting ready to graduate college. I have a new daughter in my family, uh, Miss Sophie Grace, beautiful little baby, and the last baby of my wife and I. Uh, we plan to adopt in the future, but this is our last biological child. So it was a huge year for that. Uh, I, I got on staff over at Trackstars, uh, incredible, incredible company, great podcast and radio show. As I said at the beginning of the show, go and subscribe to their podcast. It's phenomenal. And being able to be a part of that group has been a huge blessing all in itself. And so make sure you go to trackstars.com and check out everything they have. And my brother, Sean, um, you know, we know him as and Sean on the Solomon's Porch podcast. He and I linked up and we started the Solomon's Porch podcast. And we have been told by a lot of people that it's really been inspiring them and helping them as well in their, whether it's their spiritual walk or knowledge in certain areas of the Bible or traditions, you know, all sorts of different stuff. So anyway... Go check out all of those things. And I thank you for being a listener and supporter of this show. If you would like to support financially, you can become a patron. Just go over to uh, businesswithbordeaux.com and sign up there. And it would be a huge, huge blessing. And it would really help this show to get better, to provide better equipment, to uh, cover the cost of the hosting for the podcast and the website and all of those things that do cost money. So anyway, I want to thank you so much for your time, your ears, and I pray that your journey into 2017 is going to be a successful journey. And I hope that you are going in peacefully (laughs) and not being stressed out. And uh, like I said, you know, the day of change is the day you listen to this right now and get started on whatever it is God has you doing. So anyway, I thank you for your time this year. I love you and God bless.